This is Dr. AJ. Supply, demand, and sustaining the workforce. Peeling through layers of the health onion. Information I'm presenting in this column are from Kaihai, Medical Post, Doctors Nova Scotia, and the province's Physician Resource Plan, which is available on the internet to the public. During the period from 2012 to 2021, 1,100 of the 2,500 physicians in Nova Scotia are due to retire. We need a net of 1,070 doctors to replace them. 506 of these are family docs, 459 to replace those that retire or relocate, and 132 additional ones for anticipated population needs. This projection does not include the rate at which our population will age in different parts of the province and thus determine the location of services needed to match the anticipated needs of the population. As the entire population ages and transitions through ages of 45 to 55, 55 to 65, 65 to 75, and 75 to 85 in the next 10 years, the need for different services and the person's ability to access them will rapidly change. In 2016, we are four years into the 10-year period that has forecast the loss of 1,100 doctors. The forecast does not offer details such as the rate of retirement or when and where they are likely to happen. At present, 12 more family doctors in Dartmouth are expected to retire. Will they retire within weeks, months, or years from today? Will they retire within weeks or months of each other? How many are within the same practice, within the same geography? Without peeling into this data onion, gaining answers to such questions and considering them simultaneously, we will be unprepared for what will happen each week and every month in the forecasted 10 years of the health system plan's timeline. The family doctors that are retiring have larger practice sizes. Practices tend to age with their doctor. Long-standing established practices have a larger percentage of older patients with complex chronic diseases and house up to four generations within a family. When an older male doctor with 3,500 to 5,000 patients retires, he takes with him historical knowledge about his patients and their extended families and is impossible to replace. Currently, no systematic way of connecting new graduates with doctors moving into the last years of their practices exists. No incentive or payment mechanism to encourage this transition exists either. Such measures could support necessary and important mentoring and retirement planning while creating a compassionate and meaningful bridge of handing over the care of the practice to the next generation of health teams. The new generation of incoming doctors have observed the heavy demands for care and lack of access to services in family practice and have noticed the high rate of burnout in the physician workforce. Taking on 3,500 to 5,000 patients with complex needs while being introduced to the demands of running a small business and being available for same-day 
urgent appointments, as well as seeing patients within two weeks when they call for non-urgent follow-up, is overwhelming. At the early stages of one's career, one is yet to develop the skills of managing continuity of care across generations while juggling personality, awareness and reaction to illness, and other such factors that sets patients apart in terms of what each of them needs for support from the family doctor and the healthcare system. They have quickly reached saturation and have recognized their own risk of burnout and career dissatisfaction. Add to this reality the supply of new doctors. It takes four years of undergraduate university education, four years of medical school, and then two years of family medicine residency to be deemed practice ready. Dalhousie University's family medicine has programs in all three maritime provinces with eight teaching sites and graduates 130 doctors each year. Our share of newly trained doctors interested in setting up in the province barely meets our burgeoning needs, let alone matches the rate of loss of older doctors. The solution in the works are collaborative care centers to support family doctors with team-based care that utilizes services of nurse practitioners, family practice nurses, and an allied health provider such as a paramedic, social worker, dietitian, etc., based on the unique needs of the community. This initiative is expected to take 10 years to develop. Meanwhile, restrictions have been imposed based on the Physician Resource Plan that identifies which areas in the province are underserviced or overserviced by doctors, thus determining where new doctors can practice. A basic assumption in this projection is that a doctor serves people clustered within the geographic location of their practice. I took a closer look at my own practice. It turned out only 35% of my practice population is located within the geographic community cluster where my practice is currently located. There is little doubt that we find ourselves in a very difficult and complex spot within the healthcare maze in our province in 2016.